I'm not the best at memory. Remember. No, I don't know, Tim, if uh, you've heard anything this season, but we've been leaving a lot of this, like, us talking before the actual, like, minute starts yeah. in the beginning of the minute, which makes me super happy. It makes them feel better to call it the pre-show banter, but yeah. Well, someone else <laughs> called it that, and I've just sort of, like, let that turn be. I refuse to contribute. Okay. Fine. Okay. You've already contributed. You're, yeah, you're, you're too you're, late. You contributed by refusing to contribute. Perfect. Isn't that how life works usually? Okay. Oh, I should mute my phone before it vibrates on the table. That'll be bad. Right? I'm not prepared, you guys. I'm not. We Obviously. Don't record in per- like the only first time I ever recorded in person was <laughs> Victoria. So. I recorded in person with I mean, you yes, twice. Twice, <laughs> yes. but it's, it, it, you're like the only person in the entire season. Oh, awesome. Of Ferris. And, and of this sister. show. You guys will be the only ones we've recorded with in person for this show, wow. I think, so far. No, that's not true. Kelly was on, right? The very, yeah. very beginning of the season. Yeah. Okay. That's not true, but. This pre-show <laughs> banter is way too long. You better cut it I'm going to cut it all. Th- no, we'll see. We'll see. The longest pre-show we had oh, someone God. from Return to Oz Minute, we talked for like eight minutes before the episode started. Oh, the actual, oh, like, tyranny. The yeah. actual, like, introduction music played at the 10-minute mark of the episode, and it made me super happy. I'm such a rebel <laughs> to the format. I'm just, like, breaking the format. I don't give a, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've already stopped listening to you. I know. <laughs> Fine. Thanks, Tim. You're the best. I'm glad that this is actually like picking up all these mics though. Yeah, it looks good. Cool. Okay. He's all right. Is good. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. to Harry Potter in the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. Uh, I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have very special guests this week, Tim and Lexi are on the show. Welcome, guys. Hey. Hello. Hello. You you said you were going to get right up on the mic, and you told me I am do, right on the mic. <laughs> it's going to be great. People are going to love your voice, too. No, I'm, uh, I'm going to back up. No, you're okay. Uh, I was leaning in to say hello. Hello. I appreciate that. And now I'll back up. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Tim, you were on the show last season, <laughs> and you were on our show for Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, so it's fun to have you back. I was. It's always good to talk to you. We do this normally anyway off mic, so now I it's know, fun to... Right? It's good to like have... Conversations. Yeah, and now we can see, do it with a mic. Time, so I have so many questions. I have like, yes. like, we have to do all the like first guest stuff. I'm but, so like, excited. What's your before we even ask like your house and stuff? Like, how did you get into like Harry Potter? Okay, so I like grew up watching the movies like okay. as they're coming out. Um, for some reason, at some point, I like stopped watching the movies and I had to like catch up. Um, oh gosh, like. Maybe a year and a half ago, like okay. I finally watched the whole fifth movie and then had to watch six and both the sevens because I hadn't seen them. How I was know. that? Like experiencing that like after the fin- after it all had kind of like f- died down a little bit. I mean, 
I kind of liked it because like my friends were around they were like oh yeah and this part and like remembering because they sure. hadn't watched it in a long time so like it was it was like fun and then once I saw all those movies again like because obviously I had to start from the beginning yeah. and so once I did that I read all of the books nice. so I read all of them last year and so like I'm was that your first time that world. yes that's cool yes uh what do you which, how do you feel about the movies like now like after reading the books because I feel like so many people yeah. that I've talked we've talked to have been people that like read the books and then saw the movies mm-hmm. um, that's definitely like at least our experience I think for it so it's interesting to have someone who's like approaching it in, in the other way around yeah definitely I think well okay so I love the books like I'm sure. obsessed I'm ready to read them all again um, I think like for me it kind of just filled in the gaps like yeah, because I didn't start sense. with the movies like I love the movies do you feel like, like answered questions that yeah, you had and things exactly. like that okay. and then some of them it does frustrate me though because then I go back and watch like Goblet of Fire and I'm like oh my yep. God, it's so bad That's <laughs> like, so many other things I, I remember being a kid when the movies were coming out and like every time it, like as much as I love these movies every yeah. time I would walk out of a theater I'm like oh my god they did this wrong and like yeah. I don't know oh, what yeah. with that person and 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 like now I have some distance. It's been a while since I've gone back and yeah. read the books. So like I think it's easier for me to connect with the movies. And uh, I think some of our I think some of our listeners get a little frustrated because we'll get book stuff wrong. Cause it's yeah, been yeah, like yeah. Decades since I read the yeah. books. Yeah, yeah. And well, I think it's really cool though to like be able to come at it like from this perspective yeah. also because like I'm sure I annoy the crap out of Tim because we're I'm making him rewatch all of them right oh, now. Oh, that's that's not why you annoy the crap out of him. No. <laughs> but I'm also annoying the crap out of him right now because we'll watch the movies and I'll be like, oh, but he's really doing this because of this. Yeah. Like in the I book. Don't, I, I don't know if we've established on the podcast, but Lexi is my sister. Yeah, I think we need to mention that like that this is that's this is why this yeah. is a thing. Yeah, this is why we're here together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, Tim, you, I think you told me you read like a few of the books and then stopped, right? I read through five. Yeah, that's what I was um, thinking you said. And then everyone tells me... There so are a I, lot of people I, I, know I that was, stopped after five. I was reading them on release. Okay. So um, I, I got the fifth book like at the midnight release gotcha. and I read it. I like locked myself in my room for three days and read yeah. the entire thing. And when I was done, I was like, that wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, and then, I get that. so everyone's like, oh, you got to keep going to the sixth book. And I was like, well, it was like, I don't know how long between. Yeah. It wasn't like I could just there pick up like the sixth book, the gaps. next one. It was like, I have, I have don't, that's it. That's yeah. all I got. It's yeah. like, it's like if someone were to tell you right now, um, oh, well, the, the sixth Song of Ice and Fire is the oh best God, one. So you good. just, I know, you know, you may have lost it after the fifth <laughs> one, but you got to go read the sixth one. Well, it's like, yeah. well, I can't, you know, I've got, who knows how long how George R. R. Martin's going to watch football before he starts writing that book. Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. Who knows? And the thing is, like, when that book finally comes out, I, it's been a long time since I've read the rest of them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm sure I still am familiar with the characters, but, like, there's a lot of, like, the thing about like reading through a long series of novels like that is like there's a lot of like the little details that become important as the story goes on, and yes. I'm not gonna have any memory of like that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the same with like the the Robert Jordan like the 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 Wheel of Time series. It was like eleven books by Robert Jordan, and then he died, and then Brandon Sanderson like wrote three more to like finish the series, and yeah, he had definitely. all his manuscripts and all that information. But it had been so long. I'm like I can't read book 12 without I don't remember what happened in a previous 11 books I have made it a point to remember like kind of where everybody is at the end of uh, A Dance with Dragons and Song of Ice and Fire just so I can be like sure kinda you know a little prepared I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I also have, like, entertainment ADD, so that makes things difficult That's fair. You retain me. things a lot better than I do when it comes to stuff. I feel like that makes sense, like, 
it's like unfortunate that you finished with the fifth book because that's the book where it's really just Harry being a teenager. Exactly. And it's like, like the like, most angsty teen exactly. Harry. And I was an emo Harry. And it was like, oh my God, you're driving me mad. Yeah. The way I saw it, I mean, remember I was much younger, yeah. but the way I saw it when I, when I read it was in the overall plot, not much has advanced between mm-hmm. the end of book four and the, yeah. and the end of book five. Mm-hmm. I was like, well... Anyway, we're talking about this minute. What's going on in this minute? This is, we'll talk about, uh, we got three more years oh to talk my, about book five. It'll be three years until we get to talk about book five. Well, we can right? talk about it off mic, but we'll save That's it. That's fair. Well, in that case, thank you for doing my job for me, too. You're welcome. <laughs> Today like, we're t- I, I think eventually you were rounding or getting around to asking what your house was, and then yeah. it just kind of, yeah. I don't it never know. happened. We so, got, well, we're going to be here for three days. So I only think you were, did you answer that? I did not. I am, um... Uh, Gryffindor, sorry. Oh, okay, there right. you go. We don't have a lot of. It's no. weird. I think the majority of the guests that we have on end up being like Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw yeah. And I think it's because a lot of the people we talk this to is, are like other movies by minutes hosts. This is a very gotcha. Ravenclaw endeavor. To be yeah, honest. I think this so. And so a, we just we just <laughs> a lot of like Martin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Martin, <laughs> show. Um, I also am a Gryffindor, so yeah. my sister and I are there in the same go. house, which yeah. makes oh. kind of makes sense. Seems to be everybody, a family. That's fair. Seems to mostly get paired in the same house. Actually, I mean, a lot of our siblings are Ravenclaws. That's true, but I'm talking about in the movies, right? Oh, so you've oh, got, oh, oh. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. We don't like, see... All the, all the Weasleys are all in the all same the house. Yeah, they are all of them. And then the, the weren't Harry's parents... The pair of siblings I can think of that were not... Yeah, both of Harry's parents were in Gryffindor. So yeah. Well, the Gryffindor. Twins. Yeah, the Batil twins yeah. are in different houses. Okay. One's a Gryffindor and one's, one's a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. But that's like the only case I can think of that. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Um, I don't know if it happens otherwise. Today, we're here to talk about 128. <laughs> Getting us back on track. 128 starts with, with, with a mention of pipes. 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 It's a handwritten note from Hermione. It just says pipes. Mm-hmm. She, could have, she could have given them... I don't under... Oh, we'll, well get to this in a second. Yes. And it ends with, with a stony-faced Lockhart. I love Gildroy Lockhart in this minute, in the next couple of minutes. And mm-hmm. I'm very excited to talk about him. I always love I have a question about these pipes. We've been asking this a couple times. I (laughs) have lots of questions, and I did extensive research on... Oh, my my goodness. I'm so delighted. Plumbing. (laughs) Yes! There is plumbing at Hogwarts, which we know, like, you know, Morning Merle's bathroom. There's actually, like, I think there's articles on Pottermore, which you might have found, about, like, when the plumbing system was established Please tell me, do you have that? I don't know, like, the full extent of it. I briefly looked for that. sometime in the 20s. It's very, like, I think it's, like, referenced in... Other articles about Hogwarts. If you look up the information about the Chamber of Secrets, like Voldemort's family, like his ancestors, his direct ancestors, the Gaunts, like mm-hmm. for generations have been like have known yes. where the chamber was of at. Course, yeah. And when the when Hogwarts got internal plumbing, basically, yeah. he, the the Gaunt family was responsible for making sure the chamber wasn't found when that happened. Interesting. Uh, and so now Moaning Myrtle's bathroom just happens to like hide the entrance. Okay. Yeah. Good. How large are these pipes? I don't know. Basilisk sized. Victoria's theory is that that the basilisk moves through the pipes like 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 in the Santa Claus when when Tim Allen gets yes. sucked into the uh, chimney and like yeah, yeah. widens. It accommodates. Yeah, I don't. I, it's well. So well it's, I guess I can see that. Pipes. And that's a form, and that's yeah, a form of magic. magic. It is. You can't tell me Santa Claus is a magical. After, so you know, it makes sense to me. And my husband agrees with me. So I'm just saying. I mean the 
the, after some of those feasts, the magical, we'll say, <laughs> movements of some of the yeah, children okay. may need the pipes to expand, and you don't want to hire. There's no one. There not are the no basilisk with. Does. Maybe you don't you look. You just never want the opportunity where you have to hire a wizard plumber because they don't exist. No, no, they do not. Um, so, uh, so basically, I went throughout. I'm, I'm sorry, I did this plumbing research, and I don't want it to go to waste. No, I am. Uh, you have to, you have to listen to my plumbing. Okay, I am so here for the plumber information. Essentially, after the Roman Empire, plumbing. So the Roman Empire, they had aqueducts. And yeah, they had, of course, um, all of public they, baths. They, yeah, they had about they had plumbing. Um, but after the fall of the Roman Empire, plumbing regressed about a thousand years. So basically went backwards, the, the kind of plumbing. So in the sure. Middle Ages, there was nothing. You would go to the, you, they had pail closets, outhouses, and cesspits. That's where you would go Ew. to the bathroom. Okay. Hogwarts was built in 993. So about for most of the time in Hogwarts... That's where wizards would go to the bathroom okay. in outhouses, cesspits, and all that fun stuff. Um, a fun thing I did find of note has nothing to do with Harry Potter, but was an interesting plumbing thing that um, there was a Mayan city, um, would have been between 226 and 799 AD, that actually had plumbing that ran through the city. Like wow. completely separate from everything, but it was a Mayan city that was like I was like, oh, that's crazy. But they had underground aqueducts and everything. That's like, fascinating. That's insane. That's really um, so elaborate. Basically, I think that makes it it makes it plausible that the wizards would come up with their own sort of like internal plumbing system, plumbing system sure. much earlier than maybe the rest of the world, because it wasn't until the 17th and 18th century that we really started getting um, internal plumbing again. You know. Uh, so I could see the Wizarding World a little bit earlier, but I just think it would be crazy, a crazy construction endeavor yeah. to tear apart that castle, and insert like in, pipes, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Well, also, put like, it back together. The and castle I mean, doesn't to, seem to maintain the same shape. Yeah, that's yeah. the crazy thing. Like it, like especially like the stairs. I mean, there's no pipes going up the stairs. But, yeah, but like, like just the idea that like the the castle itself can move and restructure itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, would imply to me that like it's not. They didn't have Muggle plumbers come in and do this. Like some wizard had to learn plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> put like, plumbing at Hogwarts. I guess it but, says. Uh, according to the the Harry Potter wikia, that most of Hogwarts Castle's elaborate plumbing system dates back to the 1700s, and then it goes on to talk about like the Chamber of Secrets being hidden, which huh. is the article from Pottermore. Mm-hmm. But so I guess it was it's very like early in plumbing. Yeah, I mean modern plumbing. The 1700s. Know, yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah, because when we talked about like we only see the the we the only bathroom we ever see is the prefix bath, but it's like a public bath, like a big bathtub bath. Yeah. Like it's not like separate showers for. It's like not not like what you'd see on a university campus where you have like yeah. sh- like mm-hmm. group showers or something. I, uh, that made me think of when you were talking about like the castle moving the room of requirement. Yeah. The first time Dumbledore mentions it is when he needs a bathroom. Yes. yes and yes. so imagine the plumbing then. How does it yeah. re-alter to fit does, that does, Yeah, does, like, it, does, does that work? Is, <laughs> is he going to walk in? It's going to be like a regular like, and bathroom. And there's a toilet. Yeah. yeah. But does it connect to the rest of the plumbing oh, no. system? In it's it's a magical bathroom no at that point. It's, like, yeah, it's crazy. And that, I mean, the is whole... Is it even don't get, me, don't get me started on how space works. Because this made a lot of people well, uh, were upset there, like, about... I turned around in my opinion. Yeah. Wasn't there some weird like article that I was talking about wizards able to just like make it go away yeah didn't you, you i think you mentioned 
didn't it come up at some point that like before the plumbing was established at Hogwarts that it, they were just like magicing magicing away their waste? Like that doesn't seem that would like, be rude. That seems awesome. Just, where do you magic it away? <laughs> like you're just no, like, you're, like are you just standing at your be, table making a potion? You're just like, eh. <laughs> like that would be like, that would that? be such a great Harry Potter moment though if like say in the first book. Harry Potter's like, I really need to go to the bathroom. And everyone's like, I have no idea just what a bathroom go. is. Like, what is that? Oh we just go in these, uh, you know, plufer for fountains. <laughs> and like, and so he's like, name. what is that? And it, it's this, this crazy magical experience where you have to, where wizards go to relieve themselves. <laughs> oh my God. It just, ma- so... it just makes me think there's a, there's an episode of Family Guy in which they go to some weird, like multi-dimensional place and it's like the future and they're walking down the street and Stewie asks Brian, he's like, do you have to go poop? Yeah. And he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah, I have to go poop. He's like, all right. He's like, one poop removal, please. And all of a sudden, you hear like a, like sound like that. And he goes, did I just go poop? He's like, yeah. That's He's like, where to exactly go? That's exactly what I thought of. That is exactly what that's I thought so of when you guys weird. said that. It's like, it's like, where it's like the go? one when they're like going through the d- different dimensions yes, or whatever. Yes, because yeah. then they end up in like a block of ice. He's like, oh, look, there's your poop from the other dimension. Oh, <laughs> like it's a block of ice in another dimension. Like it's, weird. it's it's weird. So that's what makes me think like, does it just go, it's gone. If they'd like, just done that, we would have, all of this could have been, the basilisk would have been trapped. Right? Well, like, like I no bathrooms. The, Everyone's just going to magic it away. The secrets still existed before, before, before the plumbing, I mean, plumbing did. So right. where was it? But where was the basilisk? It could it was, I think it was just no, like was under a trapdoor or something. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of this minute, not to jump to the end, but... McGonagall, McGonagall says, I'm afraid this is the end of Hogwarts, <laughs> which oh, is one voice. of my favorites because uh, it's such it's such a, a old school comic book cover quote. Right, like if this sure. was a if this was a you know Harry this Potter like and the Chamber comic. of Secrets number fourteen, yeah. is this the end is of Hogwarts? <laughs> and I had McGonagall it's on the front seat. Yeah, saying, "I'm afraid this is the end of Hogwarts," which I oh love. But imagine if she was just like, "I'm afraid this is the end of bathrooms <laughs> at Hogwarts." <laughs> oh, no more bathrooms. I mean, of course, solve the problem. She doesn't, she doesn't know about, about the pipes. pipes. But imagine if they're like, you know, they go to her and. They're like, oh, it's the pipes. And do she's just like, okay, great. We just don't, no plumbing, no indoor. Do you think <laughs> if the note about the pipes uh, wasn't written by Hermione, they would still figure out, like, well, Myrtle died 50 years ago. Like, do you think they'd still make that connection they're, to they're Moaning very, Myrtle? That's how smart you I, want to give them credit. Yeah. What if they were like, we need to smoke? We need to be smoking. Yeah, I was like, we need pipes. <laughs> That'll get rid of. <laughs> we gotta smoke them out. Actually, there is something I want to talk about that we didn't talk about in yesterday's minute. When we see the piece of paper that Harry's reading about, like spiders flee before it, it says that that the rooster's crow will kill it. In the I, I, slide. I, I yeah. didn't watch the minute before this. No, I'm kidding. They don't. They don't. Okay, it so never comes into play. Like it's in the book. He reads the line. So you in go the find book. a rooster and just bring it well, with you under his. If only there was somebody on the campus grounds that had a lot of animals. Uh, but... something's been killing the roosters. Yeah. Oh. The blood that she's using to write on the wall comes from them. Uh, That's he so goes. We had a deleted scene that they put back in the movie of Hagrid talking about, like, oh, I had yeah. to go see Dumbledore because something's been killing me. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. So there was roosters. So there's like killed them all. Because they're like, no, nah, you're like, not gonna. And it was just. It's a nice detail me. they put into the movie that like isn't mentioned by anyone yeah. in the movie. It's just kind of like. Yeah. 
There you go. They could have just taken a chicken with them to the Chamber of Secrets. And they yeah. been, the fact well, that it's just like dead. a rooster, but it's a, like nothing, ma- it's not like a magical thing that has to defeat this. It's, it's just know. a rooster. It's going to be like Link with the cuckoo. You have to hold it over his face. Yes. <laughs> Takes it down there with him. Into the chamber. It just floats down. Oh, face. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Too bad a phoenix crow won't kill it. No. That I don't been. think phoenix is crow. You don't know. That's how do well, they talk? No, no. How do they talk? I don't know. I don't do you know. think when when Harry's not around, Fox is just like, man, that kid, like like oh, Iago, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, look at me, I'm molting. No. <laughs> but it comes up that girl that died in the bathroom, like, oh, it's yeah. more, like they made that connection to Moaning Myrtle. I don't this know if they would have for the past. I think um, maybe only because he was sucked into the journal. Well, and Aragog also mentions, I think, when they saw him, that like the last time the Chamber of Secrets uh, was opened, like uh, like a girl died, like that girl in the bathroom. Like, yeah. I think he mentions the bathroom too. Um, they're very hardy boys in this minute, you know, like kind of quickly <laughs> yeah. discovering all these from these cryptic clues after Hermione, just, very Nancy Drew and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, like it was, it's, it's just kind of funny how they're like, oh, of course, this is the one, this is the only way, you know, yeah. well, we'll even say Batman and Robin, that kind of thing. They're going to take it into their own hands instead of yeah. like telling somebody. Yeah. I think what I liked about that moment though, too, was like when he was like kind of piecing it together to Ron is like. Mm-hmm. This it doesn't happen a lot in the movies. No. Like in the movies, it's usually Hermione being the clever one, and like even them getting this clue is Hermione. But like yeah. mm-hmm. in the books, Harry is a lot more clever than mm-hmm. they than they give him credit for in the movies. I think, and so that's why I liked him being able yeah, one being to like one bring to that to together. light. We, yeah. We've talked about it a little bit over the last couple because uh, she's been. We haven't really had Hermione in the movie for mm-hmm. like like over half an hour now. Yeah, it's been a while. I think since she got petrified, and then in the next movie. It's Ron that's not there for like the final turn of the time turner right. and like the end of the. Right. Uh, and so it's interesting that like, I, I think that over the next couple books or the next couple movies, like Harry's truly alone at the end of, of Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of learning that he doesn't have to do it alone. Right. And then you get like everyone with him in Dumbledore's army in order to the Phoenix. You kind of get that like culmination of like, no, I need to rely on all of your skills. It's not mm-hmm. just me. And even I that, wonder, he doesn't really learn until Deathly Hallows because Harry's stubborn. Yes. <laughs> um, they, you know, it seems like in a lot of movies, it's kind of like that, where the the main character's kind of like not, maybe not dumb, but just yeah. sort of like, just sort of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Harry does a, a lot in these movies, but it, for the most part, I wonder if it's sort of like, a, it's easier for the audience to kind of put themselves with Harry if he yeah. is just sort of receiving information you know as Mm -hmm. opposed to you know i think that i think that that goes a little bit deeper because that's also i think that's also why he was raised in the muggle world like you could have just a story about like a wizard kid at this wizard school but like who's who's the audience identifying and more more so in the first movie than this one where he's going in he's like whoa this is Mm -hmm. crazy you know especially at my last minutes were you know diagon alley and that was a huge exactly Let's see this from Harry's perspective. Mm-hmm. Let's zoom in on his face before we see Diagon Alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His height, looking yeah. up at things yeah. around him. Yeah, um, definitely like establishing the like we're coming into this new world here. Um, I don't know. I really like it. Can we talk about the public address spell? We <laughs> yes! were all very ex- excited <laughs> yes. about. Yes. Okay. So they make the Moaning Myrtle re- uh, like revelation here, and then over the intercom. The, the... I think it's a spell. Is it a a form of a sonorous spell? But then, like, that's, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. It's supposed to sound kind of crappy. Yeah, no, it's just, (laughs) like, 
when, it sounds like it's coming out of a crappy speaker. Yeah. In, in Goblet of Fire, we see the sonorous charm used in the mm-hmm. movie for the first time. It just seems to like amplify their voice. Yeah. Um, there's going to be variations. This, but there's different, yeah, there's different guess, rooms. So like in fair. that, it was the arena. So it's like sure. all open. So do you think that it's like, it's amplifying her voice and this is just, it's echoing down it's all the halls? It's reverberating, like, yeah. I don't. It's just. It's great. It's so weird because <laughs> it doesn't make any it sense. Sounds like a high school. Unless it's like, an actual PA system that, for some reason, they've installed <laughs> in Hogwarts. They've installed plumbing. I. I don't know. I think it might be a, a public address. Is spell. there morning announcements? I would love yeah. that. Like, you got two. Today, you know, lunch in the Great Hall will be. <laughs> Fish sticks oh, and tater tots. Fred and George would be great as the public. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Oh, the morning announcement no, guy. It, you know it'd be Lee Jordan. Though. Yeah, it would be yeah. Lee Jordan. He's got the. Voice. I would. I would. I would love Fred and George on the PA. But it would I be. Think it that, would be my favorite. I in think my they would not be allowed. Yeah. Would be like we can never, never again. again. At, at my high school, it was always two kind of goofballs that would do it yeah. in the morning, and it was it was always kind of funny for everybody, and that was. Uh, that's fine. It's a nice way was, to start the day, I guess. Yeah. That's why I think Fred and George because it would be pretty funny um, does the does the pa system come back when umbridge is giving her like decrees i guess we'll when find they're, like, out taking all the rules away in I, three years i always thought that was just like a voiceover yeah. i think it is a voiceover montage and, and then a... they hang them up in the wall yeah yeah they're yeah. just like on Filch. public display so you know yeah. yeah weird i don't know where that gigantic wall is where they have like, yeah. all of these well, freaking posters the fifth but... movie changes we keep coming back to the fifth movie. We need to stop. But it changes <laughs> It changes a lot about Hogwarts that doesn't come back or is... That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, so <laughs> over the public address spell... <laughs> yes. Um, she says... Tells every student to go back to their houses and then tells also tells every student where all the teachers will be. <laughs> all the teachers to the yes. second floor corner. Yes. <laughs> So that is smart. Really intelligent. Um, Harry doesn't even need to use the map the right now. <laughs> no, yeah, like, oh, this is where they are. Yeah, just everyone is on the second floor. Walks right to them. Oh, and by the way, is all this... teachers is six teachers. It's not. No, two of them teachers. aren't even teachers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like six people. Filch is there. Filch and, is there. And Madame Pomfrey. Madame yeah. Neither of teachers. And There's then, another teacher in the background that we've never that seen. No one even knows the name of. And then the seventh teacher, of course. Lockhart walks up. But yeah, yeah, but there's only a total of seven staff members, which either where's everybody else or they heard it and they're like, They're on a really far corridor and (laughs) they can't operate in Hogwarts. Um, Let me guess, McGonagall's get all dramatic. This is the end. She's always saying, this is the end of Hogwarts. Off mic, me and Gary were talking about it and I was just like, like the only one that makes sense, like why is it uh, Madam, uh, Mrs. Uh, Professor Sprout there because she's ahead of house. Because yeah. Flitwick's yeah, ahead of house. Yeah. Because yeah. at least the other three, it makes sense that all the other ones are all head of house, but she's not there. My assumption yeah. is that she's like, she's out just on the so grounds. far Maybe away. Maybe she can hear the magical PA system on the grounds. Well, why is Pomfrey here? She should be exactly. the petrified kids. Look, they're petrified. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> they're not going <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. They're not, they're not moving. I almost, I almost titled an episode. No, I think I did. I titled an episode last week, The Petrification Pile. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because because you just, just they don't need beds. Onto like, the pile. That's so true. It's so messed up. I like, like Phil just there, too. It's like, shouldn't you be cleaning something? Like, yeah. yeah. 
No, well, no. The thing, the next thing he needs to clean is on the wall right now. So that's true. Sure. Oh no. Um, Maybe that's why he showed up. He's, he's like, the only one that actually be something else for me to clean. <laughs> is this the same? This is the same place that the first message was written. No, the no. first yeah. message was up higher because I remember seeing that. No, but I mean, like, this is like the same, like hallway. hallway. Like, is this the same Possibly. like location? I have no. Because I assumed that that was like outside of Myrtle's bathroom, and that like so is this. Because this is the closest that this is the end. Yeah, you the cha- yeah, you the chamber. I just remember seeing the last one and going, "How did she get up there?" I don't know. Right, it's very high. There's a ladder. No one saw this. Yeah, it was. No. It's, I really like the idea that McGonagall is always saying, <laughs> "I'm afraid dramatic. this is the end <laughs> of Hogwarts." With that quiver. She yeah, really was, wanted to uh, use that spell. Yeah, she. Did. <laughs> At <laughs> she the end. This is the end of Hogwarts. <laughs> Those guys have to announce it. They'll figure it out. Yeah, just the. Yeah, she just wants like, an excuse to bring all those statues <laughs> to life. If someone gets hurt at Quidditch. Oh, I'm afraid <laughs> this, is this is the end of Hogwarts. It's like Dumbledore's just like Minerva. Stop. Stop. Like not everything is you the end. You can't say this all the time. Also, like Dumbledore's been like suspended or something. He's on a trip. This, uh, I think right now, right? He was on a trip in the first one to the ministry. Oh, that's right. In this one, uh, Lucius Malfoy showed up, and and basically there was like a vote of no confidence. That's right. (laughs) All the governors of Hogwarts that have like signed that that they don't think that he's doing anything and it's time for him to step aside. Doesn't he leave? He leaves right now to go help at Dol Gordur, and he'll rejoin. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) The party. Oh, okay. (laughs) In the third act. Okay. This magical PA system is so silly. I love it. And that's everything I have for today. Yeah, so I covered No, all I, my... I really do like, I just, I really do want to give just the, the, the brief moment to Lockhart yes. showing up, being like, dozed off, what have I missed? He's just like, so chipper. Yeah. I love it. They're all so like, oh my God, something really terrible has happened. And, and like the like, fact he just like hey, bounces guys. like on his on the balls of his feet, like yeah. yeah like, okay. I, I really love his appearance here because this is the first time we've had a light moment since before they went into the forest, I think. Mm. It's been pretty heavy since like, since Hermione got petrified. I would love, even if, you know, we know what, knowing what we know about Lockhart, I would love just to hear about Lockhart's adventures. Cause he's a scan, he's a con artist. You like, like the real adventures. The real adventures of, of Gilderoy, Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> because he's, he would be, it would be so interesting. Cause he would, you know, how does he get these people to tell them his story, their stories? Yeah. You know, because it's like, at first, it's like, okay, well, you could tell, you know, at first I feel like it would be pretty easy, but after he's, like, an established, an established writer, uh-huh. then it's like, well, why are you trying to get this out of me, yeah. you know, why like, you know my story? so he would have to get more and more clever as You're how to... You're the one to, who's, like, so... Yeah, yeah, well, that's <laughs> nothing compared drunk first. to, you know, well, yeah, that's yeah, part of it, but, like, <laughs> I just feel like it would be pretty easy, and, um, I don't know, it'd be, it'd be kind of interesting to hear, like, oh, yeah. what he does, because it seems like... You know, until he actually is faced with actually going to do something, which we'll see pretty soon here. Yeah. Um, he he seems pretty all right, cool. Yeah. Which means he's probably comfortable being in situations like this where there's a lot of doom and gloom and terrible things going on around him. But he's not well, he's personally never the one responsible. That's actually, yeah. Right. So it, it kind of it makes me interested. Like, okay, well, what was he kind of Mister Magooing around? You yeah. know, like around the world. You know, during, yeah. it would be fun to look, it'd be fun to look into. Snape tells him at the end of this minute, like what's going on, too, right? Like he responds like someone's minute. been taking. I think it's the next, the next minute. minute. Next minute. We're already jumping ahead three movies. Yeah. We might as well. But I think um, 
I think, well, the way he says it, and this is, again, jumping ahead to the next minute, but the way he, like, portrays it in the movie, it kind of seems like maybe he was an observer for some of the stories that he took over. Maybe. But, yeah, I think maybe he had, like, yeah. a like a group of people that went on an excursion. It was like, all right, Something like, you happens. guys do all the stuff, and then, like, I'm, I'm going to erase on. all your memories, mm-hmm. and, like, there you go, but, done. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> can talk about like, that tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, at least I, I will. I'll be here. I don't know if you guys will. I'll, I mean, if you want to take over the show, I'll, I'll take it off. That's fine. It's not the first time it's happened. <laughs> Someone's taken over a show. No, that's not the, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Oh, I mean, you, you guys may not be recording me, but I'm going to be here. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you're just going to be talking to himself. Yeah. It's fine. You sure. Well, glad to have you here, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you guys, uh, Tim, I think you've put your, like, Twitter out on the show before. Yeah, do you, I don't really you want really to, like, plug much. or, like, have people come find you anywhere? I really don't want people to come find me. That would be <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Like, I really like you on Harry <laughs> <laughs> guys, listeners like, do not track down our guests. That's like, I will find you. Like, I am in the listeners' army, but I do yes. not find me. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I need a plug. No we good? All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh... Everyone who's listening, you can, of course, find us on doingjunner.com and, like, all of those. You, we've heard all our plugs a million times. I think I'm just going to go light on them this week. And come back tomorrow as we talk about Minute 129. Harry Potter, Magic, and Mercy Mischief Managed. managed.